Welcome back to the B2B Marketing Guidebook Podcast. My name is Wilsi Bacha and I'm again more than happy to be your host. And we start off with the second episode of Dale Weil and his opinion on data-driven management as part of the case study on central business intelligence authored by Lucas Stromer. Daily we were talking about who was in the driver's seat for central business intelligence data management and I raised the point it's about a leadership style and you said it's only one aspect. What did you mean by that? I think that creates the culture and that gives people the permission, the guidance, the um, the expectation that they should be working that way. What you you still need are people within the business, you know, not not necessarily at the edge of the business, but in the middle of the business, mm-hmm. who are good communicators. They have a good broad business view. They can actually converse with people in this department on this side, that department on the other side, and actually help conversations, planning, assessments uh, in a way that that's both meaningful to everyone. But also that there, um, I, I see individuals like that make a real difference because they're usually pretty good diplomats as well. They mm-hmm. are able to listen to everyone's views, and if things are conflicting, they they will help smooth over and catalyze mo- everyone moving forward in, in the right kind of way. So I I would say, I mean, they, they go by different roles, right? Talking about roles, will we see times where organizations will have their own CDO called Chief Data Officer or something like that? So, yes, but as a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, that uh, that's a, trans, um, a transitional step, I would say. The more mature organizations mm-hmm. that, that we've spoken to, they've got past that. Already? So they've okay. used CDOs to help them facilitate this coming together of various parts of the organization mm-hmm. and the actual um, the, the the data that we've seen now they're not always called CDO and if you go out now I mean we we if you were to ask me to run a survey mm-hmm. uh, of CDOs I can tell you now because we have had that request it's very difficult to find these guys they yes. do exist but they're very rare mm-hmm. um, and They're an indicator that someone's actually on a journey to Mm -hmm. maturity, but not necessarily having got there yet. CDO role is, uh, in my view, it's a bit like lots of other program manager, transformational Mm -hmm. manager type roles. And and that they should, if they do their jobs well over the course of a few years, make themselves redundant. Because then the system of data is available 24-7 and they're just managing data gathering. So it is more than uh, chief success manager because in in the late 80s and 90s, large organizations had these corporate development departments. Uh, Mm -hmm. Will we see the renaissance of these departments just then as the the gathering, the preparation uh, of the data is their ongoing service, is a commodity, and then they just work intelligently with these data to do mid-long-term strategic work as a development or corporate development departments? Yeah, uh, well, you're always going to need specialists. You're always going to need people who can model data, analysts who can sort of work data and provide a service to the business. I think it's a mistake, though, to have the center of gravity for driving the way you use data in those organizations. They should be a service organization. They should okay. be enabling, not mm-hmm. necessarily leading, ultimately. Now, mm-hmm. they may need to lead that transformation, 
to get you to the point where everyone is going to naturally uh, pull together. So when there is a new campaign, when there's a new initiative, everyone expects to be called to that meeting. Everyone expects to contribute mm-hmm. the data they have, the perspective, the insights they have. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't need to be press ganged into doing it or, you, you know, they're, they're not going to run away and avoid it because they don't want the conflict. But and I think that's a that's what I mean about culture. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say, yes, you need functional organizations that are very good at doing data in the same way as you need a legal department and you mm-hmm. need a, um, a safety department and you need other, uh, you need an IT department, for instance. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 in itself, it should not be the lead. It should be an, an enabler. As part of your research, you also mentioned or you did some kind of investigations on the return on investment of data-driven business. You raised that data-driven organizations are significantly performing better than organizations not yet uh, that far down the road. Can you put some more facts and figures uh, based on your research on the table so that if a CEO listens that he really gets, okay, this really makes sense to my organization to do that. What are the the key findings in regard to return investment in that area, Dale? Yeah, well, we we find that the the more mature organizations uh, tend to outperform others, sometimes by... uh, uh, a, a multiple um, mm-hmm. in terms of profitability, mm-hmm. uh, uh, cost, uh, market penetration, and so on. My caution would be: uh, with all data, you need to be careful about causation and correlation, and not not conflating the two. Obviously, um, what we find is that mature organisations, being very good at uh, managing and utilizing data is one of the things they do. They also have that cultural uh, mm-hmm. advantage that we spoke about. They also have a good structure within the business. They also train their people more. Mm-hmm. They also um, uh, have a lot more in the way of collaboration going on across those boundaries that we talked mm-hmm. about before. So they're doing lots of things, not not just making good use of data mm-hmm. that, that drive those results. So it, it it's putting an emphasis on unlocking the value in your data is one of a number of things that you need to do. It needs to be done in parallel with with um, all of the other things I just mentioned. What is the time from we're looking at until uh, organizations now getting on the journey of uh, data-driven business that we're looking at for generating quick wins or added value? Is it a year, half a year, or is it even longer? What is your experience on average? Uh, well, in general, it, the, the, these kind of journeys take uh, multiple years. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's very difficult to achieve anything that, that relies on cultural or significant organizational change in less than about three to five years. Mm-hmm. Typically, that, that's been our experience. Now, what's been really interesting is the last six months. And uh, from a, a, a pandemic response point of view, mm-hmm. we found that two things have happened. Firstly, organizations have accelerated putting certain technologies in place. Mm -hmm. And second, and and that gives them a good foundation to to build on. Uh, And they've not necessarily done it for strategic transformation reasons. They've done it because they've had to just to to keep things uh, going. But they've they've laid some good foundations for some of the transformational changes that we've just been talking about. Um, The other thing is that 
they have been they've had to react very quickly mm-hmm. and i think it's become obvious to many organizations that they didn't necessarily have the level of visibility over their business that they thought they had mm-hmm. they were able to to cope with a view that was partial maybe inaccurate in some areas and backwards looking to a degree of days weeks months you know whatever data set you're 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 thinking of and now over the last six months the experience has been we don't know what's going what situation we're going to be in next month um it's certainly different to last month mm-hmm. uh, certainly different six months ago and i think there's this realization that business visibility is now it, it, it i hesitate to say a matter of survival but if you don't have that visibility you're mm-hmm. going to hurt and you're going to find it difficult to cope with the next six months 12 months mm-hmm. that we're all going to have to live with in terms of volatile markets Interesting. I could I could talk for hours with you. There's so much experience and background, and I'm happy that you could join us. Now, at the end of a little coffee talk, Dale, what would be the two, three key messages which you would like to share with the community? Maybe how could an organization or a market you get started with data driven? What would you recommend in uh, order to yeah to start this journey? Yeah, I think the first thing is you know just make sure you do have that management air cover and that you're you're yeah that, that's pretty obvious i don't think there's anything uh, insightful in saying that and it's not that that's that's enough but without it you're you're going to struggle the big thing that i find makes the a, a huge difference is just getting people talking together mm-hmm. start conversations um r- r- if if there are departments organizations that you're constantly making requests to and they fulfill those requests uh, put those requests to one side from it. Just go and sit down, have a chat with them, mm-hmm. uh, di- figure out how they work, look it up, and you'll learn things mm-hmm. that will help you work together much more effectively, and you will generate ideas. You'll also discover that they they're sitting on a bunch of data that you didn't even know existed. So mm-hmm. there, there's there, there's that side of things, mm-hmm. and then I would say the 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 biggest thing once you've actually understood those opportunities to to drive synergy is align your metrics i mean the number of organizations i go into where you've got conflicting metrics in different parts of the organization that is a very very practical thing just make sure everyone is driving in the same direction mm-hmm. uh, and and you'll you'll find it naturally even people who are not intrinsically very motivated or enthusiastic will will follow you so metrics, metrics, metrics. Um. Sounds easy. I'm sure it's not. It is a big task and a big challenge. It is a journey. This was Dale Wild from Freeform Dynamics in UK today on the B2B Marketing Guidebook Podcast. Thanks, Dale, for joining me. It is so enriching, and uh, I hope we will have more discussions on that. This is Uwe Seebacher. I'm your host. Thanks for joining. Stay negative and think positive, and uh, hope you're joining us. Thanks and goodbye.
Thank you.